0: This is Big Business with Sarah. This podcast guides you to finding what you desire most in life and business. Because running a business is very much about your personal development. In this podcast, I'm sharing what my clients ask me and how I help them. Thanks for joining. How to have more fun in your business. I cannot believe I didn't have one and other episode dedicated to this. Uh, I'm actually not really 100% sure if I do, uh, because it's already so many that I've created. But uh, I just want, I thought it was time for a new one, or at least uh, uh, the first one. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, the thing... The thing that I find most important for my clients is that they have fun in their business. And fun is different for everyone. So let me just, you know, put that out there. You know, for some people it's fun to go to the circus. Others really love to go to a very high luxury cocktail bar. Uh, so, you know, let me just put that out there. You know, everybody has different ideas of what fun is. And, you know, one of the things that I'm always looking you know, when my clients are talking to me and you know, when they are giving me an update or, you know, we're, we're talking about something or, you know, they're in my mini program like Trailblaze. I always want to check and see if they have fun because, you know, that is to me an indicator that they're on the right way. And, you know, when I was, you know, doing you know, any job in the world, but let's say my interim management job, I thought I was having fun, but actually I was making long hours. I was always very tired. I was actually filled with negativity because, you know, I had to ha- handle tough things, maybe had to make tough decisions, and I thought I liked it, but now, looking back and knowing you know that i I can you know run my business the way that I'm doing right now, I know that it wasn't as much fun as I'm having having right now, so I'm not saying it was bad. I'm not saying that all interim managers are not having fun, not at all you know it was just not for me or it was for me at the time, but not anymore so um you know. Maybe I want to invite you to think about you know when you're when you're running your business and this is you know this is an everyday practice to to look at you know am I actually enjoying this am I actually having fun and so you know one of the things you know that i'm I'm very much not a huge fan of this except you know when you have millions of followers and are very popular and 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 famous is ads and Actually, you know, when you're running ads, there's only a few people who like ads in your business that you're probably your ads manager, you know, the person who is helping you, you know, doing the ads, uh, your team, you know, who get to work on creating the ads and Google or Meta or wherever you're running your, their ads. You know, they are the ones who are happy with that. Um Yes, of course, some of your audience may like it, but, you know, it's probably two, three percent and the rest is not. And I'm not sure if you like it. Uh, you know, looking at the people uh, who are joining, but, you know, that's really up to you or creating the ads or spending the money on the ads, you know, how much fun is that, right? So this is an easy, this is very easy for me. No, actually a little bit too easy to uh, to share. Um, but looking at, you know, if you really have fun in something that you're doing uh, right now. So for instance, me creating this podcast I love talking. I love talking in a microphone. I love listening to myself, you know, on my uh, headphones and seeing if everything is all right. And you know, I have my little Rodecaster Pro here and I'm having all the buttons that with l- little lights and everything and I love it because it reminds me of when I was young and I was dreaming of having my own radio show and I would have, you know, a little um tape deck back then. I'm 37, so there we go. We we had a tape deck and you know, I remember you know just pushing rec play you know at the same time it had to be at the same time if you wanted to record something that was on the radio so I would record a song from the radio and then I would have a little microphone I think it was from something like my first Sony but it wasn't because I always would get like kind of the B brand you know not the real Sony but I don't know something else uh, and I would you know talk in the mic and then also record that and then kind of you know uh cut that all and 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 um you know sew it all together <laughs> it was actually a lot of work and now i have this great machine here um I don't know how many years later, twenty years later. Well, no, actually, twenty-five years later because I was much younger. Um, so yes, I always have fun when I'm I'm with my little Roadcaster Pro uh, Two. Actually, it is. But you know, it's this is not an ad. This is not you know sponsored cons- cons- content. But that's something that really makes me happy. And so, you know, I'm trying to fill fill in my business completely with things I love. And so. Um, yeah, I'm I'm helping my client do the same. So we were start, starting in Trailblaze and we were talking about, you know, all different things. I'm not going to share everything, of course, um, you know, you can still follow the program, watch the replays and, and join. Um, but so one of the things, one of the conclusions we had, and I didn't prepare for that, was to put out a ridiculous offer <laughs> to your clients. Because one of my clients was talking about this and and she was saying, yes, but if I would just play around, it would be a rubbish offer. Well, actually, in Dutch, she said onsin offer, which means something like rubbish or, or ridiculous or strange or, you know, however you want to call it. Um, but actually, I was kind of asking her, okay, so what would that ridiculous offer look like? Because maybe there is something, um, you know that you know that your audience really likes um it, it really you know if you're thinking about creating a ridiculous offer and this is just an example right but i want you to kind of go with it so if you're if you're thinking about something which i which you think well this is actually really strange uh, you can actually be very original because let's be honest the online business space i love it you know it's very nice it's very creative but a lot of offers are kind of copies, you know, are are doing kind of the same, Uh, obviously, because it works, you know, that's that's why, but, you know, how do you stand out by maybe making it a little bit ridiculous? Um, So, You know, that's the first part, you know, how you how can you have more fun in your business? So think about your offer. Um, So it could be a ridiculous offer. It could be also something less ridiculous or you start with ridiculous and then you're going trickling down to actually what it's going to be. So a few questions to help you with this is, you know, what do you like to do? You know, do you like to talk? You know, do you like to help someone one-on-one? Do you like to help people in a group? Do you like to add video? Do you want to do pre-recorded? Do you want to do live trainings? Do you want to do, uh, you know, that done-for-you service? So, you know, a client comes to you saying, you know, I don't know, I want to organize an event. You have to help me. Okay, let's do this. Do you want to give them templates which they can fill out? Are you very good at templates? Are you maybe very good at creating Excel sheets and seeing how they can, you know, Benefit more from XYZ you know what is something you know something that you like to do you know just in general you know my husband for instance he really loves creating excels so you know that's not the only thing he does but he's always looking at ways you know to analyze things in the in the job he works for and seeing you know how they can work more efficiently or you know gain more this or you know all, all these little things he likes to discover and they like it too, and you know he likes that because he's, he, then he's very much in his zone of genius, so that's that 's him right and so i 'm in my zone of genius when there is a microphone in front of me and or uh, people in front of me you know in a live call that 's when i 'm getting very energized right now i 'm sitting up straight uh, you know i 'm moving my hands a lot if you 're watching the video i 'm going to try to stop that a little bit <laughs> um, and i 'm just talking talking talking. Um, so what do you cl- do, so? That's the first one. What do you like to do? What do your clients like to do? You know, how do they like to receive the information? You know, maybe your clients really like it if you're going to leave an, an a message on Voxer on midnight every day. I don't know. Maybe they want to get uh, you know receive an information, or maybe they want to receive a secret message. I don't know, uh, or a private message, or. Um, Maybe they like to receive an audio training every Sunday, like my Nine Lives members. Um, You know, my clients in the big business club. By the way, I just got off a call. They really like that we are doing a thirty-minute call every Monday afternoon at two p.m. and um, and it's a half hour. And you know, we're talking about their businesses. And you know, they just give me a a quick update, and I'm doing quick coaching quick coaching um and you know this also gives me information you know so where where should m- uh, our next call be about or maybe my next program you know i don't know if it's so- something very big you know what can i help them with um so yeah so and my clients really like that call because it's really like a check in and you know sometimes everyone is there sometimes it's just one person sometimes there's no one it's also fine you know i'm just going to do something else uh but you know what do your clients like to do how do they how do they like to receive information so one of my clients for instance just told me or through stories uh, said that she likes um, she likes receiving my audio voxer messages but she's more of a visually uh, pers- visual person so she always likes to uh to read actually so she has to listen to my audio twice to really understand it you know so and there's always different you know approaches and you know that inform that gives me information i'm thinking hmm, maybe i should just write to her uh, or have ai uh, you know dictate you know the other way around <laughs> what uh, what i've just said um, so how can you be original in this, right? So with those three ingredients, you know, what do you like? What do your clients like? And what do your clients want to learn from you? Um, that's an important one. Um, you know, what do they actually want to learn from you? You know, um, what is something that that makes you stand out, right? So what is something very special about you? And... Um, you know, for instance, I did actually receive quite a lot of responses to my CPTSD um, diagnosis and how I'm working with that. And of course, I'm thinking about, you know, I'm not going to give therapy or anything, but maybe I can talk about, you know, how I handled working with that. And maybe it's just going to be a, fr- a masterclass or an Instagram live or, or maybe it's going to be a little program. I don't know yet. But I know that this is something that not every coach has this diagnosis, right? Not every business coach has this. So, you know, there is something. um, And yeah, so people responded to me and started to work with me because of that. Uh, You know, it's so interesting how that works. Um, So, yeah. um, You know, what is something that people want to learn from you? Maybe you always like to... You know, Dress up, you know, maybe people really like to see, you know, how do you combine your outfits and your clothing? Um, someone who is really good at it, and it's actually one of my clients who pointed her out to me, is Trini Woodall. Um, you know, sh- she owns a make- makeup brand. Very nice brand. Actually, I haven't purchased anything yet, but I'm, I'm very close to because I'm following her stories. And I always really like that she likes to dress up in front of the camera. And she's always talking about, you know, her colors that work on her. And obviously her ma- makeup is all about that. And she's kind of trickling down all those little details of, you know, what she finds important. And um, yeah, and that really adds to the brand. So how can you add to your brand? And then, um, the other thing that you can really have a lot of fun of with in your business is content, so um, I want you to think about you know what you what you like to consume first, of course, you know what, what you prefer, what you like to follow, or what you like to also maybe to create you know maybe you do like to create videos, uh, maybe you do like so, for instance, something that i 'm doing right now is creating a lot of carousel posts in my Instagram, and I know that they are very popular because they 're filled with value um, but also look at you know peeling off exactly what your clients are working with. So we don't want to have the generics post of five tips for better content. (laughs) I mean that's not going to work anymore. I'm sorry but it's just not you know and even you know if you're going to Canva I think you're you can just get that post you know without actually writing it. It's just a template in, in in Canva. So what are those people that you're talking to, you know, who are, who, who is your audience or who is your preferred audience? So for instance, this could be something thinking about this, you know, looking at, you know, your current audience and maybe they're not buying yet. Uh, maybe they're not buying yet because they're never your ideal client because actually you don't want to work with them. For instance, um, you know, if you're talking to people who are not, you know, I actually had a client once who was coming from uh, the yoga industry, yoga world, and she was having this idea that, you know, and the yoga industry in that case was more of, you know, pay as you want or, you know, just as cheap as, as possible because, um, you know, of, of the belief that there shouldn't be, you know, too much money um, around or or I'm, I'm saying this the wrong way, but she was coming from this this idea that people don't want to spend money. But... There are actually people who want to spend money. Uh, you have to know how to talk. To people, and, um, and 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 that's I, th- I think one of the most important keys there are in business. You know who are you talking to? You know study them. Um, you know imagine what happens in the world. You know what what is something that they're they're working on right now. And you know it doesn't have to be that you have to be ten steps ahead of people. You know it can be just one step. Or maybe you could be at the same path, but maybe you're just doing things a little bit differently, and they want to learn from you. Um, and also think about you know what do they want to hear from you you know what do you know what is uh, something that you're going to tell them or say to them in stories or or posts or or LinkedIn posts or whatever that is going to make a, ha, ha, create a click for them and think oh sh- she or he understands me um, you know or what kind of feeling do you want them to get when they're seeing your content. What kind of feeling do you want people to get when they see your content? I mean, I think this is a very important question. You know, do you want people to be activated? Do you want them to be feel jealous? You know, that's sometimes what I think uh, when people are posting. I'm like, yes. I mean, nice, good for you. This is a good for you moment. But you know, what is my benefit? You know, how i how am I going to get there? How am I going to, you know, um, you know, going going to see that for myself. And then, you know, if somebody's responding saying, Yeah, you have to just buy my twenty K program, well, I think it needs a little bit more than that, right? So um yeah, what what does make your audience feel happy? <laughs> and um yeah and, and try things, you know, have fun with this, you know, document your life, document uh, maybe a very specific part of your life. Um, you know, so f- one of the things that i've been sharing recently uh, i've rec- pre-recorded this earlier uh, this month uh, was that um the world championships of the gymnastics just uh, is is finished today it's such a shame because i love um i love artistic gymnastics specifically women's uh, gymnastics Um uh, men's gymnastics I'm not very interested in, but, you know, women's I am. And um, and it was such a great com- competition. It was in Antwerp. I was actually there on Friday on the in the all-round ri- all f- finale, and it was great seeing the gymnasts again. And, you know, uh, in real life, it has been really a lot of years ago when I was, you know, at a world championship for the last time uh, as a visitor. Uh, and so... It was really nice and I I posted about it and it's nice because, you know, in that way, uh, because I'm posting about it, people are kind of identifying themselves as, for instance, an ex-gymnast. And I always have that feeling, you know, I've been a gymnast for 12 years, so from 8 till 20. um, And I was working on apparatus uh, from 8 till I think it was twelve or thirteen, and then I went uh, into tumbling and trampoline uh, from thirteen to twenty. It's much easier actually to, to, to just jump <laughs> uh, than to you know w- walk on the on the balance beam <laughs> or or um, or uneven bars. That's you know uh, to me. It was. It was easier to me, less pressure and everything. Uh, but it's always when, when I'm talking to a former gymnast, uh, no matter actually the level, um, I'm always feeling a kind of bond because you know what it's like. You know what it's like to have pain. <laughs> you know what it's like you know, to really push your limits. And yeah, you know what it's like to really push your body into something you know, that you wouldn't, would, would have never dreamed of. And also, you know what it's like to really build Something and yes, this is something that I want to share. Wanted to share anyway, but I'm going to share it right now. Is when I was at the uh, gymnastics competition on Friday on the all round final. I was there and I was being a little bit emotional because what what happens in any sports really, but I'm just using gymnastics right now. Is that you know you cannot fake it. <laughs> you know if if you're if you're a gymnast. You know, what I'm seeing in the online space the whole time or, you know, when I'm, when people are reinventing themselves in their business or, or whatever uh, or tra- creating passive income that you can't really tell if somebody has really gone through the motions. You know, you can only tell when you purchase a program and somebody's talking, well, you know, you're thinking, no, this is not for me, this is bad. Okay, let me just see if I can get my money back or just go away because this is bad. That's the only way that you can see it. But in gymnastics, you can okay, yes, okay, you need talent, right? I mean, everybody on the stage, you know, all the finalists, they do have talent. Of course, you you have to be, you know, somewhat good at body work. (laughs) Um, But the thing is, is, yeah, you have to train really hard. And, uh, yeah, you can't fake it. So um, the thing is... Uh, it's so honest and yeah, and that's what I love so much about the sports and you know and if I'm talking to a gymnast or a former gymnast you know who was a gymnast in their early years you know until 20 or till 16 or 12 they know what it's like to have a goal for instance um, do a double double somersaults and then they know, uh, I know that they've gone through that process of a buildup. You know, it's not like, you know, you're doing a single double uh, somersault and yeah, one day you decide you're going to do a double. No, you have to train for that. You have to train for that in all different kinds of situations. You know, you have to build that up. And so you know the people that that were that, that are a former gymnast understand that so i don't have to explain that and and that's nice you know it i always feel a bond um anyway that being said <laughs> sorry a little bit exaggerating on this point but really so um having that fun in your business uh you are going to enjoy uh, the process much more And I believe that that's so important in business. I see so many people, you know, who are saying, yay, I have my first 100k year or 200k year celebrating that. And I'm thinking, yes, but I mean, is this sustainable? Is this something that you can do for 10 years? Maybe that's something that you can ask yourself, right? So if you're in your business right now and, you know, thinking about the upcoming week, is this something I want to do the upcoming 10 years? The answer for me is yes. I can do this all day, every day. You know the way that I'm running my business right now is perfect um, because I crafted it right. I've worked on this. I, I didn't know what it, what I wanted. You know, tw- two and a half years ago, when I knew that I had had to change, or almost three years ago, actually. Um, so that's kind of when I when I switched and saying, okay, yes, I want to I want to create a more um, um, sustainable business. But so, you know, is this something I want to do the upcoming 10 years? If the answer is yes, then yes, you're probably having fun. But if you're also enjoying the process more, you're going to be more detached from the outcome because you're already enjoying the process and, and the outcome will come. So that's also one of the reasons why I'm not doing sales challenges anymore because it's all going to be about the process. And that's what I'm coaching my clients on. And yeah... I, if you want to know more about that of course you can send me a message you know seeing if this is for you but you know really you know focus on that process focus on having fun and you're going to win the business game thank you for listening to big business with sarah if you've enjoyed today's episode leave a five-star review and hit subscribe if you're ready for your next step in business you can find out how to work with me in the show notes Do not forget to submit your coaching question for one of my next episodes. Have a happy day.